I never heard a show as good as L.I.W. L.I.W. The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to L.I.W. The Walking Dead Review, episode 73. Today's episode is 705 Go-Getters. This episode begins with Dr. Carson. Can you imagine how long it would take me to talk like that throughout the whole fucking episode? Anyway, Dr. Carson, he wakes up Maggie to let her know that her placenta is separating from the baby. I don't exactly know how the shit, the innards work in a, in a woman. As far as this stuff goes, I have no idea. Is is that like? I'm just, this sounds bad. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the fuck that is. Really, I kind of. I really do. But it just sounds horrible. And then she gets woken up to that. And I'm like, God damn, that must be like the, the worst thing you can wake up to. Um. So then he's like, Oh, don't worry, you didn't lose the baby though. You know, you still got that going for you. He's like, You need to stay here for the duration of your pregnancy though, so I can I can watch you. I can I can watch your baby. Watch your baby grow inside you. Mm, I love watching babies grow. So. So that's how it starts off. I guess we're, she's at Hilltop. They set that up that Sasha's bringing her there at the end of 701. And here we are. So Sasha then brings Maggie to Glenn's grave. There's a couple graves next to each other. It's him and Abraham. He She gives him a, her, a pocket watch that she said was in Glenn's pocket. I guess that her dad, Herschel, gave it to him. I kind of remember that. And if, we, if it didn't happen on the show, then holy shit, did they do some brainwashing there? Because they made me feel like they did. So I, I assume they had to have. Anyway, so she gives him the, the watch. Uh, she puts it on the grave, and she's like, yes, this stays with him. This will be here. Um, Jesus shows up. He brings flowers for the graves, and he's like, I hear that these, these flowers are great for uh, strength and calming. And I want to be like, get the fuck out of here with your hippie bullshit. Okay, I'm mourning. I'm in mourning. Mourning mode. Okay? I'm standing over this this wood cross that my husband's buried under. So I, I'm morning wood. Okay, I have morning wood. That was a long way to go for that joke. That was stupid. <laughs> oh, I, I don't get embarrassed often. That was one of them. Because it was so obvious. Okay, so <laughs> get the fuck out of here with your hippie bullshit, Jesus. I know your name's Jesus, but you don't got to say that shit. And then uh, it's like a sitcom. Because right when... Like, oh, that conversation's over. And then Gregory shows up and a hilarity ensues. And he, but instead he yells at him to leave. And he's like, you get the fuck out of here right now. Go. Get on. Go and get. Go and get. And they're just like, dude, calm down. He calls Maggie the wrong name. He calls some other lady the wrong name. And then he doesn't know anybody's name. Seems like he's really absentee. Uh, absentee leader. He doesn't give a shit. And he, he's just like, you guys said you would kill the saviors. And you didn't do it. There's still some left. What the hell? Oh, my God. If you if they find you here, they think we're in collusion. And they're like, we fucking were, asshole. This you, you agreed to this. You're this is a part of it now. I get that he would want them out of there, but also he did agree. They all agreed. They all agreed to help each other. So now this is part of that. Thick and thin. Come on, think about it, dude. And they cut to Carl. He's playing darts with one eye, and he's missing every single time. It was kind of funny because the first thing you know, he was throwing. I'm like, God, they're terrible. Who the fu- oh, it's Carl. Yeah, he's got one eye. Yeah, that'd be kind of hard, huh? So, they <laughs> remember last episode, maybe it was the last one, the one before, 
I kept saying, they're going to show one thing at a time. We're going to see Hilltop, and then we're going to go to the kingdom, and then we're going to go to Alexandria, and then we're going to go to the Saviors, and that's just going to go back and forth, and maybe they'll intercut these two, and this was what I was hoping, and they would intercut the two of them. And I was like, oh, they're actually going to do it, because we just saw we just saw the Hilltop, and now we're seeing Alexandria. And Rick's like, we're going to go get supplies, and, and then, then they leave, and then you, we see Carl, and then I'm like, okay, what's, go- what's going on? And then you see Enid, she sneaks out. And I was like, ah, fuck, it's an Enid episode. God damn it. JSS was a terrible fucking episode. I hated that one. I don't want another one. She, she's the worst. She's just so fucking boring. I can't stand it. I can't stand watching her. Oh, man. Oh, my God. So, but the point is, they didn't, I was like, oh, they're going to go back and forth. And then they don't show any of our big main characters again. Other than Maggie. I'm just saying, I don't, we don't see Michonne again. We don't see Rick. We don't see Alexandria again. Not once in this episode. Again. Holy shit. Um... Enid leaves, like I said. Carl looks like he's going to follow her, obviously. She has, she's walking around outside. She sees a big splatter spot, and she stares at it. And then in no time at all, and very silently, a zombie sneaks up on her. And I'm like, how the fuck did you not hear that, you stupid, stupid girl? I'm like, oh, my God. It's stupid. And then it continues its stupidity. It doubles down on the stupidity. Actually, probably quadruples or six quadruples. I don't know what ten times the stupid the stupidity here when Carl smashes into the zombie with a fucking car, and then looks looks behind him and the, the zombie's behind him in the car, behind the car and then it's still alive or whatever you want to call it still walking and he backs up into it and smashes the car into a thing I don't know if the zombie even died then, but he fucking crushed the goddamn car and it's the car's ruined the car's nothing and I'm like you fucking dildo I hate you I hate. Seething anger. I understand that you want to impress this chick and you want to get up inside the inside your uh, warm, gooey parts. I get that. I really do. I, I understand. I, I, you're a fucking horny teenager, even though you're supposed to be like seven or eight. I I, I do understand that. I, I really do. Get out of the fucking car and kill it. She'd be just as impressed. Or just don't ruin the goddamn car. Oh my god. I, I just, I'm so fucking mad at him. He's so stupid. The things. Oh, man, it's just so stupid that they would not let their guard down that much just to just to be so fucking horny. It's so stupid. I just can't stand it. Anyway, so, um, yeah, he kills the fucking car, blah, blah, blah. Um, they, they show Hilltop. It's at night. Um, they're all sleeping. The um, There's loud music outside, and then they wake up, and they're like, oh, and everything's on fire, and they're like, what the fuck's going on? And the car crashes through the gate, and all these zombies pour in, and then uh, Sasha starts working on stuff, and Ma- Maggie starts doing stuff, and she's like, "Don't, no, you're pregnant," and she's like, "Fuck it, I have to. I can't just let you watch you. Can't just watch you do it all. Who fucking cares, Maggie?" And then uh, Jesus and Sasha go outside, and they start beating up the zombies. It looks like a Xena episode or like a Hercules episode because they're not like so much killing it, killing them as much as they are just like kick ha. And they kick them down, and then it's like, "What the fuck is going on?" It looked like a. It was terrible. It was a terrible looking fight sequence. The whole thing. They just have to have him stab him. They they were doing. Jesus was doing way too many kicks. Like he's supposed to be quick. Like in the comic, he's supposed to be quick. But like, you don't have to kick him. You get a fucking knife and be quick with that. It's just as good. I don't. I really don't understand it. So then, um, then we see uh, Maggie and she's enters the frame and and a tractor and she just rolls. Over like a, a really convenient line of zombies, they're all just like, "I'll oh, walk in front of these wheels," and they all get ran over, like Carl, and like Carl did that one zombie, and then they just all get crushed. And then she rolls on top of the car that's playing a lot of music, and she crushes the car eventually. Right when the last zombie dies, isn't that weird and convenient? 
It's crazy. Oh man, stupid. It was like a video game when the music just ends when you kill the, the villain, the main the main bad guy. So yeah, it quiets down. So Jesus and Gregory are talking and he's telling them that Sasha and Maggie are staying. And Gregory's like, Do you run this place? Do you run this place? He's very emotional. He's very emotional while being non-emotional at all. It's very strange. He just walks a, walks a really fine line. He's almost like saying, like, come on, take over. I dare you. I fucking dare you. And he's not saying, like, I'll fight you for it. He's just saying, if you want it, it's yours. You just got to say it. You just got to take it over. Take it over. Come on. Come on. Say it. Just just say it. He's like, I don't, don't want to. And then they, uh, Sasha's like, what can we do to, you know, just have her stay, not me. What can we do to make that work? And he's like, oh, we have to talk one-on-one for that. Gregory says that because Jesus is gay, so I'm not talking about him. And he's like, she's like, no fucking way. And they're like, oh, I wasn't me. I didn't mean that. Ugh. And then uh, the saviors show up, and Gregory puts all the women in the closet, which is very strange. He's like, get in there. I was like, what are we fucking? I love Lucy in this shit. We're just gonna. <laughs> it's like a sitcom moment. Another sitcom moment. So they're in the closet, and then you know Simon rolls out. They cut back to Enid and Carl. They find a backpack. And I was like, oh, what's in the backpack? You got some supplies, some food, some some uh, weapons maybe? Maybe a little bit of, uh, you know, what medicine. Medicine's pretty helpful here. What do we, oh, nope, rollerblades, roller skates, whatever the fuck they are. What the fuck good are those? Let me spend 10 minutes describing how this is stupid. And this is a stupid idea. It's it's actually a worse idea than what he did with the car. Because this is immediate danger. That's that's The, the thing with the car was like, we could have used that car down the road. Maybe, maybe we get in a situation where that's our last car. Now we don't fucking have it. This is, I have these wheels strapped to my goddamn feet. So if I get attacked by a horde of zombies or anything, like a, a guy with a fucking machete or anything, anything remotely dangerous, I have to sit down. Or, or hopefully I can escape on the road. But if it's a guy coming up on the road, like a car or a bunch of cars or Negan's men, and they come up on the road. I have to go into the goddamn woods in the in the in the woods in the god. You're hearing me in the in the the ground on the the grass on roller skates. They don't work that well on grass. They barely work that well on this kind of gravel, to be honest. But so, do you hear what I'm saying? Do you understand the logic here? Like, this is such a stupid thing. That it's different than a bicycle. A bicycle in this world is the greatest weapon. Like, not weapon. What is the greatest? You're not going to fight someone off with a bicycle. That'd be strange. Is it's not like um, <laughs> Pet Cemetery? Was that Pet Cemetery one or two where he kills the guy with the motorcycle wheel? And he just revs it up and <laughs> stupid. Go look it up. Oh my god, terrible. But I'm saying a, a bicycle would be the greatest um, mode of transport. I guess would be the best way to put it. Uh, transportation would also be a good way to put it. I, I just because you can just get off it and run away from it if you have to. If because if push, push comes to shove, which often often happens in this world, I'm so mad I can't even speak. It's it's you can just fall off it, literally just fall off the fucking bike and run into the woods. And this thing you got to go. I'm I'm soaring. I'm, I'm I look like I'm gliding. Oh god, there's a guy with a gun and he's just coming down the road. He doesn't see me yet. I have time to. Fuck, I got to sit down, unstrap these things, take them off. All right. There's one of them. And there's the other one. All right. Now I'll take my shoes off my shoulder, which I tied the shoelaces together. So I got to untie those shoelaces first. And, well, double knot. I fucked up. I should have done one. But then it would have fallen off. So I guess maybe I should have done two. Maybe hindsight's 2020. <laughs> oh, okay, there goes that. Okay, now we got it. I put it on the left shoe. And 
Ah, they're going to fuck fit in there. I don't know. The tongue's stuck. And I don't know. That's, the heel's caught. Ah, I put my thumb in there. And ah, we got to pry it in there. Tongue stuck down there. But, you know, I'll go ahead and leave it down there. Because I'm in a hurry. <laughs> I got to get it tied there. The bunny. The hole. And there we go. I'm going to pull. And there we go. Okay. And the right foot. Oh, no. No, they're here. Okay. And I got a gun on me. Okay. Yep. Okay. I will get up. Can I put my shoe? No. Okay. Ah. I'm in the back seat, and I can see my right shoe out the out the window here. It's just sitting in the grass. Okay. Ah. Fuck. It's Negan. Yeah. It's just men. I guess I'm gonna go with them now. Fuck. Here we go. All right. Well. I guess we're. I guess we're with Negan's men now. You know what I mean? Holy shit. Stupid. Stupid fucking assholes. Ah. Ah. I really am just really pissed when I saw that. I was angry. Just fuming. I'm like, no! Why would you have those? Stupid. All right, so Simon and Gregory are talking. They're having like that really... You know when they have those conversations in movies where they want to let one person know they're, they're the uh, alpha male, the, 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 king, the king shit, and they're just like they're talking down to him, but they're trying to keep it really friendly for no reason at all. They're just like, yeah, you know what I mean? You know? <laughs> and they're really just like, I'm going to kill you if you fuck with me, but they don't say that. They're just like... Well, you know what happens if you don't listen. Uh, things get things get difficult. <laughs> it's like this weird southern charm where you gotta talk. You gotta beat around the bush nonstop. You can't ever say what you want to say. And that's, I like Negan does that a little bit, but he's also like says what he has to say at the same time. This conversation was just one hundred percent pure of that, and I feel like Gregory is such a politician that that's all he does is beat around the bush in conversation and like oh, I know what you mean. <laughs> I I see through that. Yep. That's but he's he's saying that he's not saying that but he's saying that at the same time. They talk about how the people that used to handle the hilltop, the, the savers that they're used to, are no longer you know, they get been removed from the field of play. Simon says, and I love the actor that plays Simon. I really do. He's great. He's in Westworld also. He's great. He's like Negan, his character, but he's more like he's he's not as uh, eloquent. I guess would be the word. Um. So Simon hears, or Simon tells Gregory that the the new crew works for the Saviors now, and they've been very helpful. He's talking about Rick and all them, and uh, yeah. So this is when Gregory realizes that they're just fucked. It doesn't matter about the coup. It doesn't matter that they're there anymore, really, because they all know pretty much, or so he thinks. I don't know. They're just, he's basically saying there's no reason to hide these women anymore if, if the point of it is that they already work for him anyway. So they can now just be like, yeah, they came up here just now. That's it. That's the end of it. So Simon, um, he thanks him for cooperating. And he's like, that's why I like you, because you, you listen. And you appreciate what we do for you. It's this very <laughs> weird discussion where they're not saying what they want to say. That's what I'm saying. And they, and they Gregory takes us too far, and he goes, I don't know, let me show you something. I'm going to give you a token of my appreciation. He goes to the closet that he threw the women in, and he opens it up, and instead of finding the women, he finds a box of scotch, and he hands it to him, hands it to Simon, and he, uh, Simon grabs a box, and he's like, it's terrible stuff, I don't like it, but Negan will love it. And he's like, uh, uh, Gregory's holding a bottle. And they showed him, and he's like, he, so Simon has the box. What am I describing this? Who fucking cares? This is a moment where he's like, put the bottle in. I'm not asking. I'm fucking telling you. That's, I'll just cut it short there. So they go, Simon goes to leave. The saviors are all leaving. And then he, he makes Gregory bow to him. Very weird. Very strange. I don't know. Felt a little uh, too far. Too farish. But, you know, that's, that's what they do. <laughs> you know who they are. Uh, there's a bunch of bullshit. Enid gets kind of mad that Carl didn't come for her, but instead he came to kill Negan. 
and then they kiss, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck about these characters. I don't care. I like I like uh, Carl just fine, you know. I don't like seeing him by himself because it's just boring. He's boring. And Enid, I don't give a shit about. I don't give a shit about Enid. Don't care. There's no Enid in the comic. Don't give a fuck about her. Don't give a fuck. I give no fucks. No fucks are given. You've heard the cliche thing. No fucks are given. Not one. Not even a solitary Enid fuck. Nope. Although, although Enid is a solitary fuck. So there you go. For Carl to overcome. Uh, so there's a Jesus and Gregory talking. One of many conversations that they have where they're talking about Maggie and Sasha staying. Uh, it gets kind of repetitive. And he tells Jesus, he's like, you know, what are you going to do about it? Come on, I'm in charge. Are you going to stay? You're going to stay now. You're going to stay here. And Gregory's like, Jesus goes, "Yeah, we're gonna." He's like, "I don't know who will be in charge, but it won't be you." So they they overthrow him casually, and he's like, "Yeah, it's fine. I'm going to see us through this. Don't worry." And I'm like, "The guy who plays Gregory is such a good actor. He, it's really hard to play a sympathetic fucking piece of shit." Is the best way to put it. He's a fucking piece of shit. He's so like aloof as a leader. He has no idea what their names are. He just sits in his like high rise and just like. Soaks up all the good things and wants none of the. Uh, he's he's just like I'm gonna survive my career as the the leader of Hilltop, and I don't care how we live or get through it. But I'm gonna have my whiskey or my my uh, drinks. I'm gonna have my office. I'm gonna have my painting, and I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna jerk off thinking about whatever I got to think about. I don't fucking care. Whatever horrible people think about when they jerk off, I don't know. But he's he, it just seems like he sits there all day and just like does whatever he wants and doesn't really pay attention to what's going on in his. In his uh, village, in his village, if uh, oh car horn outside the studio here, that was, that was frightening. I think he's here. Uh, but yeah, it's Xander Berkeley plays him. He's he's been in fucking everything. He's got two hundred and twenty eight actor credits. That's fucking crazy. So he's a really good actor. So it's not it's just fun. It's interesting to watch. I love a good villain. He's not a villain per se. He's more of a but he does fill a villain role as far as Maggie's concerned, as far as um, just the, the road to harmony, I guess, which never happens in the show. But you know what I mean? He's like an op- he's a small obstacle. He's a minor villain in a way. But it's fun to watch. I like that you're, he's, he's sympathetic in a way because you're like, he's not a terrible piece. He's not like a fucking monster. He's not like Negan where he just goes out and kills people. He's like this guy who's just wants, he's just incredibly selfish. That's really it. That's all it is. So, um, um, Maggie punches him when he's done with his little speech and she takes the watch off him because he just has Glenn's watch for some fucking reason. He took it off the grave. He's like, just I don't want to sit out there and rust. Jesus says that when he showed up at Hilltop, Gregory is already in charge. And he's like, I thought the people chose him. And then I just realized it just happened. Like he just happened to be the leader and nobody ever stopped him. So I guess he's been overthrown. In the comic, Maggie eventually leads Hilltop. She's the leader there. So it's interesting to see how this... It seems like it's moving pretty quickly, the uh, overthrow of Gregory. It's just weird. I think that's what the season's going to be more about, as far as Hilltop goes, is Maggie becoming the leader. It was more spread out in the comic where she took over right before the uh, whole ne- thing with Negan, the, the ending with Negan. I don't want to get into how that ends. You read your own shit. Okay, so Sa- Sasha asked Jesus to find out where Negan lives and not to tell anybody. He's like, even Maggie? She's like, yes, even Maggie, motherfucker. She's anybody, right? God damn, why do we have to split hairs here? Come on, anybody means anybody, asshole. Get the fuck out there and find him. That's not what she said, but that's what I would have said. There's a, oh man, there's a boring fucking scene or two with Enid and Maggie. And then they're at the grave. She's put balloons on the grave and they go inside and they have dinner. 
Sasha shows up and they talk about how the balloons are in the wrong grave. They're in Abraham's grave. And she's like, I'm sorry. She's like, I don't have the heart to tell you. And they're like, oh, fuck balloons. And the watch, the gold watch. It was my dad's watch. Ha-ha, watch, watch, watch. You can have the watch now. You didn't. I'm going to give it to you because uh, all I need to remember him is our memories. We don't have we don't have to have a grave or whatever to mark him. We have each other. Ha-ha, who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? Don't show this at the end of the episode when it's supposed to be peaking up. It's very, it was just like, well, here we go, grinding halt at the very end, and then a little bit of a scene at the very, 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 very end, where it's kind of interesting, where Jesus sneaks under the truck, like you said, he's going to follow and see where they are. I thought he was going to follow on something else, but nope, he's just going to literally sneak on the truck, like a fucking, like a spy movie. And he gets in the truck, and he starts pouring out that whiskey from before, the one that, or the scotch that Gregory gave him, and uh, he, he looks up, and he sees Carl, and he's just like, this, the actor does a great smirk I was like oh that's adorable <laughs> so so such a perfect smirk for what he what the scene was that I like to compliment actors for the, the good things they do I'm not just negative so fuck you I like all the actors in this show are pretty good I, I it's one thing the show does well I think that's what makes it watchable is I like all the actors for the most part I don't like Enid I don't know if it's her I can't just I can't decide if it's the actress or the character I think it's more the character because if I think she, the actress could attempt to do more, they just don't fucking give her anything. They're like, "You stand here and be mopey, or you you, you get outraged over nothing, but you're mopey. Make sure you're fucking mopey. Make sure the mopey seeps through." Excuse me, I burp there. Too much coffee. Can you tell I drink too much coffee when I do the show? Anyway, so that's the end of the episode. Um, fuck you. Fuck off. Get the fuck out of here. Um, that's what the show wants you to feel. I hear the next episode is an atrocious piece of shit. It came out last night, and I still haven't watched it. I'm usually a couple of days behind. This one's like a fucking week behind. I'm sorry about that. I just been busy with shit. Um, I had a lot going on, guys. I had a lot of shows to do. Worked on Nick Cage Cast. Did Nick Cage Cast four? Go check it out on our YouTube page, YouTube.com/slash/LoadingWonderland. So I hear the next episode is terrible. Like I said, and I can't fucking wait. I'm really looking forward to watching that later. Oh god, it's gonna be so exciting. And uh, I hear it's a lot about uh, the one girl who was clearly not pregnant last season. I'm, I'm very excited for that. I can't wait. I just cannot wait for Tara, the character we all love, know and love, Tara. And again, like the actress, don't give a shit about the character. Really don't care about the character. Nope. She definitely wasn't pregnant last season, though. Nope. Nope. No evidence of that. Anyway, guys, until next time. And in the meantime, I am Phoenix West. Go check out Loitering on the Land on YouTube. Subscribe, rate, review. So long, citizens. <laughs>